Get a better broadcast, podcast and voice over voice. The R's today, RP, royalty-free music, room tone and riding the gain. Hello, I'm Peter Stewart. Welcome to today's show. Short one today. Yeah, we're going to kick off with riding the gain. Now, sometimes this is called riding the mic or riding the levels. And this is the constant adjustment of the input levels as the sound unexpectedly and often unprofessionally varies in volume dramatically. Okay, now this is perhaps synonymous with some uh, cheesy radio DJs or maybe a DJ at a, uh, at, at, a, at a wedding or something like that. Let me give you an example because I've got this bit of library music here. So we've got this and obviously you, know, you can't hear me very well because I'm speaking at the same level as I was before but also the music is too high a level. Now what we've spoken about before is we need a, as a music bed to have it as a music bed there we are we dip it so now my voice is on the bed okay so you can hear my voice and you can nicely hear the music underneath as well so they are working well together they're not battling against each other however you might have a situation where somebody is riding the gain riding the mic or riding the levels where they keep putting the music up and down in between when they are actually talking. So it might be something like, Hello, I'm Peter. Welcome to today's episode. Get a better broadcast, podcast and voice over voice. Hope you're well today. We've got all sorts of information coming your way. Going to be talking about received pronunciation in a minute. Royalty-free music ahead of that. So you can hear that that music is going up in between. So you're riding the levels or riding the gain. Now, also riding the levels might be if you've got a live situation and you can't necessarily anticipate what is going to be happening. Let me give you a an example. It's a little bit far-fetched, but maybe you're a radio reporter and you're doing a report from a station platform. You're waiting for a member of the royal family to come in to the station. Now, obviously, you don't know what level that train is going to be coming in at. Okay, you don't know how loud that train is going to be. So you're talking on the platform in your voice, you're going live through to the radio station and out on air, and you can see that train coming closer and closer. Not much you can do about the levels yourself, because... You've only got one microphone and you can turn down the gain on your microphone, but that may be a little bit too much for you to be doing while you're also giving a commentary. Maybe you're reading some notes, maybe you're interviewing people. You could also step away from the train on the platform. You could move further away. That's going to lessen the sound of you and the voice or battling against that excuse me it's going to lessen the sound of you battling against the sound of the train pulling in but the crux of the matter is you don't know how loud this train is going to be you have no way of knowing unless you've done a recce with that particular train beforehand or you've been uh, you're very familiar with the train that the royal family uses but again it's about the acoustics whether the platform is open whether it's enclosed that kind of thing so the only thing that is left for somebody to do is back at base to ride the levels. Not keep the level at the same height as you are 
talking now when more elements, more sound is coming in to that microphone, but to ride the levels and to dip your microphone level as the sound of the train approaches and it gets louder and louder and louder, potentially. May not, of course, in which case you can keep the level at the same. But if it does get louder and louder, back at studio, back at bass, before it goes out on the radio, they can turn the microphone down a little bit. They're riding the levels depending on the amount of audio which is going into the microphone at that time. Because, of course, the train is going to stop and it's going to become quieter. Room tone. Let's move on to room tone. That's the indoor ambience or ambiance, the background noise in a room, which should be as close to silent as possible. And this is really important if you are working from home, if you've got a home studio, so it is quiet as possible. So let me do a little bit of an experiment. I've actually got the studio door open here because I know there's no one else here at home in my home studio. So, And it's a hot summer's day when I'm recording this. So uh, I wanted a bit of air. So the studio door is open but let's just leave the microphone up and I'm just going to stop talking and hear how much room tone there is being recorded when I look on my dials and switches and gauges and knobs and actually see what my room tone is like. Here we go. Okay, well, on one of my gauges on my door, that didn't even register. It was well below minus 50. And over here on my mixing desk, yeah, it was it was slightly registering. It was about minus 55, which is really, really quiet. Um, you may have heard a bit of knocking, and that is that down the corridor in the kitchen, because my studio and the kitchen are on the same level, You may have heard a bit of knocking. That's the dishwasher. So maybe if I turn the dishwasher off, it would be quieter still. But anyway, what you've just heard there is the the sound, well, hopefully the sound of silence, to coin a phrase from Simon and Garfunkel, but it is the room tone. It's the indoor ambiance, the background noise in my home studio. Royalty-free music is music that can be used with various restrictions after paying a one-off fee. So my theme tune at the beginning... And at the end... ...is royalty-free music. I don't have to pay any royalties on it because I have bought it outright. Other people can use it as well. Other people can buy it. But I have bought it under various restrictions that I can only use it for one particular podcast, I can't resell it, I can't reversion it or anything like that, that is royalty-free music. It's music that can be used after paying a one-off fee. Other times you may have to pay per use, for example, or some kind of combination of per use and the number of people who hear it. This music, which I've used in the past, is Creative Commons music, so that is music that I can use for free with a credit. And you'll find that credit 
in the show notes for the whole show rather than the episode notes. So it's there for full time because sometimes I use it, sometimes I don't. And so to avoid forgetting to credit it in the show notes, it's always there. It's up there all of the time as part of the uh, the notes for the whole programme. And RP, finally, received pronunciation, sometimes called the Queen's English. Is that going to change? The King's English, perhaps so. BBC pronunciation. Well, I do work for the BBC and train other people how to speak for the BBC as well. Standard English and uh, other countries have similar terms and words for RP for their received pronunciation as well. So essentially it's an English accent without any perceived regional accent, usually of the type heard in the southeast of England from where I hail. So that's the area which is the southeast of London, so just outside the capital city. So uh, I'm quite fortunate I do have southeast England accent. I do work for the BBC. I have that standard English RP received pronunciation, which is why I'm in such demand for voiceovers and narration and things like that. I'm not, but if you would like to demand me, get in touch. Tweet a Stuart on Twitter, T-W-W-T-E-R-S-T-E-W-A-R-T. Hmm, quick plug, why not? My show, who am I? From London, I'm Peter Stewart. <laughs> 